0: You're on The Clarity Call with Alicia and Kimberly, and this is episode 155, Managing Emotional Pain. Welcome to The Clarity Call, a podcast dedicated to providing useful information and guidance to those seeking encouragement and support while navigating the challenges of caring for a loved one with
1: special needs. We are sisters living in Texas and passionately advocating for the special needs community. Between us, we have 16 children, six of whom have a medically complex diagnosis or are considered special needs. Join us on a journey of
0: mindful awareness that is sure to help you gain an enlightening perspective to help you embrace, create, and live a life you love. Here we go.
1: back again for another opportunity for learning and growth. Mm. We love this journey. We've been on it for a long time and learned so much together and um, doing life together in the heat of Texas summer. Yeah. Stinky, yucky, hot. Muggy. (laughs) Um, But we're just glad you're here with us and I hope that you can find some Some nuggets of truth and help today as we go through our episode. But before we start, Kimberly's going to give us our reality check.
0: Yes. So I feel like I've tried really hard to have lots of tools and ways to manage painful emotions. Um, Because I really do have the belief now that we can feel the pain of what life can be about, where emotions are concerned, or we can resist it and create misery for ourselves, where we just swim in the sludge and pool of awfulness, right? right? Like, we just make it worse for ourselves when we don't allow for pain and... I um, had some company over this past weekend, and it would have been okay. It's sometimes hard for me to manage my mind around having visitors and still have uh, the kids' routines and like feel like everything is... Well, space, because your space is yeah. limited of where right. they are. You know, so it just it tends to feel a little more chaotic for me, but I typically can just be like, it's okay, like it's for a short period of time. It's about relationships and people connecting and I I love that. Um, but Caden ended up being really sick this past weekend. He was running a fever and feeling really just miserable and we were having some family in town and I had suggested that it probably wasn't a good idea to have them over, especially for long periods of time. But um they did end up spending quite a bit of time um, at, at our house um, with Caden not feeling well. And I found myself suffering because I felt out of control and I felt like it wasn't what was best for him. And I, of course, I'm not the only decision maker in his world, so I just found myself feeling very uh, like I was drowning in this lack of ability to care for my child in a way that I thought was best. And of course it all ended up working out fine. And hindsight I realized that I made it much bigger and more challenging on myself than I needed to. And I I did stop at moments and try and take deep breaths and you know try and do some of those things that I know Uh, help get me back online. But ultimately, it was one of those situations where I just kind of leaned into it and realized that um, resisting feeling miserable about the situation was making it bigger and worse. And so I dropped the resistance and I just allowed myself to feel out of control and upset by, you know, not being the mom that I wanted to be um, because of other people's choices. And so, you know, like I said, it ended up being okay. But I do find that pain is bigger with resistance. Right. And so we will start with um, kind of that as an overview of what we will discuss today with strategies to manage painful emotion um, two episodes ago in episode 153 we talked about what your emotions are trying to tell you and so this is kind of a follow-up to give you some strategies to deal with painful emotion once you get to a place that you understand what your emotion is trying to tell you and now it, here's what you can do about it yeah a little bit here and there
1: well and there, there's a statement I got a book several years ago um, from a family member that says um, pain is inevitable misery is optional yeah and we can remember that as we go through these that you know pain's going to happen we're going to yep. have pain in life but like you said just in the beginning misery is yeah. optional so
0: yeah absolutely okay so we'll start off um the first one we have for you is to become aware of your negative thoughts and then reassess if there's solid evidence to back them up. Oh. So that's what I did. I had solid evidence that there were people in my home that felt like were making my life more challenging. Um, not allowing my sick child to rest. But, you know, it, ultimately, so what? You yeah. know? I There was evidence. But a lot of times there's not. Like, right. a lot of times we're just making it up and we think it's our reality. But we have to really know... What's factual and what's just the thoughts that we are creating that we
1: feel like are real and factual. Yeah. The next one is let go of baseless generalizations or assumptions to avoid fueling your emotional distress. Yes. And I, when I saw that word distress, I was thinking about um, a little practice that I learned this week, which I taught you and several other people, is this butterfly technique when mm-hmm. you're feeling distressed. Yeah. To realign your mind and your heart and your body, you know. And so there are things that you can do when you feel distressed, when you get to that point, to quickly bring yourself back down from that level of distress. Because that word is definitely, you know, just to say it, but finding ways to let go of that.
0: Yeah. I really like this next one. Um, This is a lot of Brene Brown's work is putting your feelings into words known as labeling them can help diminish emotional intensity so when I can recognize like I did this past weekend that I'm feeling out of control and I can label that then it helps diminish that you know swimming in you know drowning in feeling like I'm out of control and just being like oh yeah I I understand how control works and I know that I can't control other people and I can still control me. And, you know, so, so you just say me. I'm feeling out of control, I'm feeling out of control.
1: That just labels. It. Yes. Okay. Labeling.
0: It helps you diminish that feeling. Okay.
1: And when labeling be descriptive of how your emotions both feel in your mind and in your body. I know you've mm-hmm. talked a lot about mm-hmm. this to me. Like, you know, does it feel hot? What color is it? What's this? Right. Like really getting to the descriptiveness of that label
0: and like, knowing where it is in your body. Because once you can go out of your mind and into your body, that is a huge diminisher of emotional intensity for sure. The next one, studies show that mindfulness techniques are an effective method to ease emotional distress. So everything we've been offering you here for the past three years um, is mindfulness. And we've offered lots of strategies and techniques that... You know, hopefully you have found something that resonates with you that you can go to. Breathing, of course, is always a huge one that helps regulate your nervous system. So, you know,
1: take a breath and slow down. That's our first one. Right. The next one is one form of mindfulness is being fully present while focusing on the details of your surroundings.
0: Yes. Becoming present for sure. I mean, yeah, we've talked about that. How many times now? (laughs) Grounding exercises are another technique that can help you get back in your body and find calm. And I did recently have somebody, and I probably even shared it on here, say, if you just go put your feet in the grass,
1: mm-hmm. you and know, get some shaker bites. Just well, kidding. In <laughs> Texas. Know. Yeah, no.
0: But even, you know, if I'm not at a place where I can do that, even just telling myself, like putting my feet firmly on the ground and saying to myself, you know, are you OK in this moment? is everyone you love okay in this moment? Well that and this just is
1: grounding yourself. This is one that I realized I think that's why I weeded. I'd love to weed. You know, I found yeah. myself doing it yesterday even when you just get those feelings, it's just getting your hands in the dirt, really becoming one with nature, trying to just feel and see and use your senses. Yeah, it really does help calm that those senses in your yeah. in your body. So, and then seeking mental health support with a therapist or coach can help you develop better coping methods. And yeah. I know for me this last year and, you know, for several years on and off, um, 25 years maybe or whatever, but really I've done a lot of super intense work this past year. And just having someone that's trained and that is not attached to your world in any other way other than that seeking Mm -hmm. like helping your mental health right and that journey with you really does help shine a different light on it give you different like i said these different techniques things that they can help you do to ground and to feel better it really is you've got to have another set of eyes and and ears and thoughts on it it
0: helps for sure the next one, there's a large body of evidence that shows lifestyle changes can improve psychological health. Okay? So yeah, if if you want to change your life, then you
1: change your actual lifestyle. Yeah. There's the circumstances, things you're doing, which is, you know, I I think a lot of times though people use this as like an escape es- goat, right? Of just like um it can be kind of an avoidant thing right? right right but there is also truth in the need to you know change your you change your you know one little thing at a time you change your world right your right. outcome so yeah whatever it is you need to do to change your lifestyle that will change that's great Yeah, And then things such as exercise, balanced nutrition, emotional regulation, and meditation are proven to help. And I, as you know, I'm a believer in this. Mm -hmm. Um, This last few weeks, I kind of took a dip emotionally going through some pretty intense struggles. And I haven't had time or real energy to get up and and get my exercise routine every single day. And I've noticed... um, for lots of reasons the the toll that it starts to take right. on on your mind when you're not just at least moving you know you don't maybe have to do the intensity quite so much but needing to stay in that balance is so key and making sure you're eating properly those things really do help yeah, contribute I, to your well-being
0: i noticed and i know this is a struggle for a lot of uh, moms and caregivers through the summer when the kids are out of school You know, I was dropping off Jocelyn and then going to work out and I haven't figured out a way to re-implement that in my world. I was like, I got Caden in his routine now, but then he has surgery next week. And it really, it can always be something. And I recognize that if it mattered enough to me, I would create the time for it again inside a new summer routine. And I haven't yet. Right. Well, I plan and that's, to, that's... and I'm being compassionate with myself until I do.
1: <laughs> it's those people that you see. I saw this lady in the courthouse the other day walking. She walked, and she had these little AirPods on, or Air, you know, whatever. And she's coming to w- up, and we have this little group of people. And she walks up, and she just does a little U-turn and walks back around. I'm like, oh, she's just literally walking the halls of the courthouse on a break <gasps> or something, yeah, to make sure she's getting her time in, to right. make sure that these getting things. Getting her steps, you know. So we just have to, we have to be intentional, and it is a challenge. But if we want this um, to be able to manage our emotions, this is something that's very key. So
0: Yes, so research suggests that humor can ease emotional and physical pain through distraction. Mm. I think that this is, so for this one, I guess I would add not just humor, but um, anything that our minds go to for a distraction, you know, it can help ease that emotional distress. Um, But then, of course, like we talk so much about, you have to be careful to make sure that you're not buffering. Like, it's okay to give yourself a mental break. It's okay to be like, I've got to shut this down. I've got to check out purposefully and intentionally to give your mind a break, to be compassionate and soft with yourself. It's when you go to that place on autopilot because you're buffering away from dealing with your life, and, you know, working through painful emotion, that it becomes a problem. But humor, for sure, you know, getting, helps us get through that that emotional, and like it says, even physical pain.
1: Right. And so. I, it can't help but take me back to all those years ago when we did those would you rathers, you know. Yeah. Um, both going through super challenging things, and that's why we were... Impressed to put it on our podcast at the end. And now we do jokes because there really is... Life is heavy, mm-hmm. but we have to remember to throw in that that happy side too. And find ways laughing creates those endorphins that we need mm-hmm. to heal. And that... So therefore, on our last one, it again reiterates that humor can help to alleviate psychological pain by reducing anxiety and... Ca- Catast- catastrophizing. catastrophizing. I know I would be able to I say know it. that
0: word is crazy, but
1: mm-hmm. I love... That's what we do. Like so much have, of the time, yeah. we catastrophize things. <laughs> yeah. I've definitely gone into those deep, and I know they, I've seen people do it with grief and with death and some of these things. And it's, there is there is place for it. It can come in waves, you know. Right, right. But also if we allow that humor to come in waves, it can be really helpful to... To be able to release those other chemicals, those other endorphins, other hormones in our body that help balance those painful things that come in our lives.
0: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Because
1: pain is inevitable.
0: Misery is optional.
1: Yeah. So we have to remember that. I need to remember that um, as we're going through some pretty challenging things in life everyone is we all are everyone's going through challenge and hard and it's it's not going to ease up so we really have to use this work to heal to stay present and mindful in our situations and and seize the day every day
0: yeah managing our emotions is huge and we do that when we remember that the happiness of our lives depends on the quality of our thoughts really does our yeah. thoughts, our thoughts create create our happy,
1: I a, life. I need a little person on my shoulder all the time to just tell me all the little things that I like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just think, gosh, wouldn't it be nice to have? But then again, that's just like seeking validation or something for someone right, else, right? External, yep. But we do have gifts that help lead and guide us, and I'm definitely grateful for those gifts. But yep. As we end, we're going to end with humor, as we talked about, and I got a joke for you. Okay, okay. Yep. How much does it cost pirates to get their ears pierced? Uh, how much? About a buccaneer. <laughs> <laughs> so I know these are a little, you know, cheesy. cheesy and juvenile, whatever, but anything to make you laugh, find yep. it.
0: Yep. Well, and I find that when I hear like cheesy jokes like this, I go and tell Caden, and he thinks it's hilarious, and that makes me laugh more.
1: Oh, speaking of Caden. What? We have to say, little things like this, like yesterday, here we are at Respite Care, and he's, I walk in, and he's saying, I'm watching Jocelyn. I'm tending Jocelyn. Okay. Good for you, buddy. You're being such a good boy. So helpful. And then Brock's in with us in the kitchen, you know, and then all of a sudden he realizes, I don't know what he heard or how he heard it, but that we could see him on the camera. So what does he do? He gets his little self up off of the chair, or off the couch, and comes (laughs) over to the camera and starts doing little wiggle faces and googly. Yeah. You know, he, of course, has his his uh, enlarged tongue and things and he's pulling faces and doing yep. all these goofy funny silly faces and making us laugh yep brock went in to try and do the same thing and it just wasn't the same
0: <laughs> yeah caden's a little entertainer for sure so
1: that was really funny yeah and
0: he's hilarious
1: anything you can do to find humor and joy in the day
0: it's there absolutely so have a good week and join us next time
1: Thanks for joining us on The Clarity Call. Please like and share it. And we'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and review. Be sure to check out claritycallcoaching.com to join our weekly
0: newsletter and sign up for your first free coaching session. You can also connect with us on social media. We're on Instagram as The Clarity Call and on Facebook as Clarity Call.